0: Welcome everybody, I'm your host Brian Basilico and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey peeps, I am uber excited, I have a great guest. His name is Neil Eakins and he is with Insperity. And Insperity is a company that I've done some work with in the past, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about, can ping pong save your business? Or maybe not so anyways neil how are you doing today man
1: i'm doing great brian how you doing
0: great it's great to have you on and uh we've been longtime friends and networked a lot together and mm-hmm. you contacted me with this concept and i thought that's pretty cool but before we get started i want my audience to know a little bit about you so how did you go from being a door-to-door window salesman To helping people with the pains in their home to dealing with the pains in their business.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's good. It's a nice uh, pun there. When I was about 19 or 20, I was uh, selling doors or selling windows door to door. And I was driving to different states and, you know, crazy, sketchy neighborhoods, just looking for uh, houses that, you know, had broken windows or outdated windows and had some very interesting uh, situations out there. But yeah, I did that for a summer. And then after that, uh, you know, started my way in corporate and eventually Inspirity recruited me. And, you know, it's been great ever since.
0: Awesome. So let's dig into our topic today about ping pong, which I know we'll get to the end. But one of the things that you do is help businesses kind of right the ship, right? And what you're doing is you're going into businesses and helping them see communication problems, which is, you know, communication, especially today is tough. Not only do you have to do it in a one-to-one level, but you have to do it online because everybody's on Zoom. A lot of people are working remotely. So communication is a tough situation. So what is the perceived problem that when somebody contacts you for help or you're talking to a, a client, what do they think the problem is?
1: Well, a lot of times, uh, they may see something like they're they have high turnover or they have uh, low retention or they feel like morale or productivity might be suffering, so they think that maybe they need to make the work atmosphere a bit more fun. So they might try and do something like you know, install a ping pong table or something of the sort,
0: yeah, and um. Companies like Google obviously do a great job with that. I mean, they have fun rooms, (laughs) they have sleeping pods, you know, so it's like, hey, if Google does it, we could do it too, right? But that's not really the issue that's at hand. And so what do you find is like the biggest issue? Why are they having those problems?
1: Well, I think the issue is that they really don't necessarily understand their people or what they want. And that really comes from really a lack of communication right? So if they haven't actually asked them outright, or they don't have an idea how the employees feel in their workplace culture, they may just make knee jerk decisions that are not going to solve or even resonate with their people.
0: So basically, what you're saying is, you know, they put in a ping pong table, but the people really wanted a foosball table, right?
1: (laughs) Or a pool table. No, uh, yeah, I think that was that was a thing where it was trendy, like you mentioned, with Google. And that was the reason that they put it in, because they thought this would make the work atmosphere more fun, less stressful, and people would just be more productive and it'd be easier to recruit people. But that really wasn't the issue.
0: Yeah. And that totally makes sense because, you know, people have lives, right? You know, there's a business life and a personal life and, it could be that they don't feel appreciated that maybe they're stressed out because of what's happening at home i mean you know communication is not just a simple global thing where you can install one thing and everybody is going to react to it the same so when you start looking at that situation how do you guys deal with it i mean what's the solution i mean how how do you guys evaluate and deal with this problem? What, what are the things that you guys walk in and are looking at?
1: Well, you know, when you're talking about culture, it always does stem from that leadership top down, right? So what we do is we come in and help leadership understand, help them empathize and ultimately communicate with their people all the way down. You know, what is, what are they looking for? What are we missing? How do we make this a better workplace atmosphere and develop a culture of trust and really accountability.
0: So I think my biggest question about that is is leadership the one that's coming to you and saying, "Hey, we know there's a problem, we just don't know what it is." Are they, you know, are they change averse? Are they, you know, acclimated to the fact that they need to do something or, you know, how is it getting them to actually understand that they are the problem?
1: Well, I think generally leadership will see that something is lacking, right? So it could be productivity. It could be employee retention. Maybe there's something with morale. From there, what you can do is, or what we do is a climate survey to have you know, anonymous points as far as how do they feel? How do the employees feel in the office? Uh, what are some things that they feel might be missing or that they haven't addressed and then from there we're able to go back to leadership again from an anonymous perspective and tell them this is what the climate is right now these are the things that they're looking to you know get done or accomplished or whatever and then we communicate that to them and then see how we can best address those things from leadership down
0: okay so now you have the data from the employees as to what's bugging them for all practical purposes. <laughs> and <laughs> you have leadership at least seeing that and buying into it, hopefully at this point, because you know obviously you can't do anything if they're not gonna let you or ask you to. So what's the process? What are the things that you do next? How do you get leadership and employees aligned in a way? that's going to start to solve the problem and create success?
1: Well, we can get pretty creative, but uh, I would say, you know, staff evaluation or personality evaluation, we can do certain trainings like a 90 day program. Uh, We have systems and processes in place to help direct or guide what's going to be the best course of action to communicate from leadership to their employees uh, as far as making those changes for the better and improving their workplace.
0: So let's break it down to an outcome. Let's give our audience, you know, show us an example of a company that had a problem. And then how did the ping pong table not solve what it is that they were trying to achieve?
1: Sure. So again, there was a, a lack of morale or, or productivity in the workplace. And because there were some trendy things like with Google or other Silicon Valley places where they were installing, you know, pool tables. This employer decided he would put a ping pong table to make it more fun and attract people, you know, around the office. And what ended up happening is when we got everyone's viewpoint on it, not only did they not care or not want it, but it actually had a negative effect because it was really a reminder that leadership wasn't trying to make a a real attempt at solving these issues. So they weren't really listening to anyone. So what happened is it was actually making it worse off. So what we did is we went to leadership, gave them the feedback, suggested some things like trainings, even provided a book for them to read called the five appreciations. And from there they were better able to understand what their employees were looking for and how they could, communicate to the employees uh, the best course of action to make that a more uh, engaging workplace and, and ultimately productivity and retention improved as a result.
0: So were they able to measure financial gains and, and keeping people in there? Were they satisfied with the result?
1: Uh, yes, they were. So turnover went down, their employees had longer tenure, they were getting more employees hired and again productivity and revenue was also increasing.
0: So in the end the pool table or the ping pong table didn't solve the problem it was actually bringing leadership and staff together and getting them to have a conversation which i think is uber important especially in today's marketplace because you know the distance You know they always say distance makes the heart grow fonder well distance also creates a lot of uh consternation sometimes you know because people feel like you know they're not they're communicating talking about the real problem the real solution the issues so i think you know bringing those two people together is a smart way to help businesses grow their their culture grow their atmosphere in a way that's going to do exactly what you talked about which is you know keep people retaining all those things what's your favorite part about doing that i mean what what do you enjoy when it comes to trying to get people to communicate
1: well i think the best part is a lot of what we do is we work with small businesses and small business is like 80% of all the businesses out there, right? So when we can have an impact within that organization, that ultimately is impacting their families because now they're, they're happier at work. They have whatever it is, better benefits or better pay or whatever, uh, better mood. And then ultimately that affects or impacts their communities surrounding them, right? Because now you have those employees that are positively impacting their families. And that's positively influencing the, um, the community surrounding them.
0: Totally makes sense. So, Neil, this has been awesome. If people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Well, they could first check out my LinkedIn. So, again, that's Neil Ekins, E-K-I-N-S. And uh, outside of that, I also do have an Instagram and a tiktok <laughs> cool
0: do you do any funky dances
1: uh not yet but i probably should i'm trying to figure out what's the best way to get a good following. yeah here. just
0: do do a few funky dances and i'll come check it out and reshare them okay all
1: right for sure thanks a lot right
0: <laughs> no problem well neil thanks for coming on dropping some sizzling hot bacon knowledge bombs of my peeps i appreciate you man i look forward to seeing you again soon and uh take care bud thanks for coming on